Welcome back, listener. We are back with a new season of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Did you have a nice break? Yeah, hello, Mara. Yeah, it was a pretty nice break. Just relaxing. Didn't do anything special, but it was nice. But this is what our season five, I think, four or five. five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to be back with a new season and a new book and movie. And I feel like this is one of my favorites, which is I, Tina and the movie What's Love Got to Do With It. But the book is I, Tina. And it was written by Tina with Kurt Loder in 1986, which I really enjoyed. And the movie wasn't that long after, was it? Uh, no, 1983. It's, uh, um, yeah. About the, no, I think it was 93, like, right? Was it 93? Yes, 93. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, that was before. It tells the life of the legend, the legendary late great uh, Tina Turner. So I will tell you that this is my one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe my favorite. And I love Tina Turner and was so sad when she passed away back in May, because I just think she's one of the greatest. And I had the absolute good fortune of seeing her in concert, probably back in like 2000. And I think it was like at Radio City Music Hall with my parents and their friends. And I can't remember if my cousin was with me, but we love Tina Turner. And then I was supposed to see her again in 2002 and it was her last tour. And I started a new job and I couldn't take any time off. And my parents went and my ticket went to somebody else. And I was very upset about it, but I love her. And I will tell you that I have been known often to do Proud Mary. My friend and I started doing it in college when I was on crutches. And we're very enthusiastic about it. And then I have done it, not at just my own wedding, but at least two others, maybe three with the band. And I am not a good singer, but I am committed to Proudberry. So there is definitely some video of it somewhere. I was her at a block party with a sequins dress on. So, you know, to say I love Tina Turner is like an understatement. And I have been known to perform Proud Mary with my cousin and my good friend, Cammie from college. Well, now I will be on the hunt for that video. I don't, if it's anywhere public, I will never run for office. I think it's definitely (laughs) on my wedding video and it may be on my cousin, one of my cousins, Kathleen's and um, my sister, Lauren's. It may be on video at those two weddings. Just a little backstory on my, you know, love of Tina Turner, all things Tina Turner. But I do think there were some, you know, when I've watched this movie numerous times, I've actually never read the book until recently. And there are some, you know, differences that they made which I thought was pretty interesting. And I don't know, you know, like in the movie, she doesn't already have a child when she gets with Ike Turner. She has a child with someone in the band, Craig Robinson, and already had, I mean, her son's name is Craig, but she already has a child when she gets together with Ike Turner, who ends up adopting Craig. But in the movie, that's not, they don't really ever show that. They kind of show her just like, with having children with Ike and of course adopting her to the children from Ike's first marriage or relationship. So I thought that was, you know, kind of one of the main differences. But again, like the book as usual goes into so much more detail that the movie doesn't. Um, yes. <laughs> but, you know, I think you see the, obviously you have to accelerate a movie and their, their relationship is greatly accelerated in, in the movie where the book, it's kind of more of a gradual thing because he's in other relationships. She has a relationship and it's definitely more gradual. Yeah, definitely. Like 
it was interesting. I had never seen the seen the movie or read the book before, and I saw I remember like how like the movie kind of streamlines a lot because like in the beginning of the book, there's a lot of her backstory and her growing up or something, and in the movie, it just kind of breezes through that. Mm-hmm. Say like you have the opening scene with her as a little girl singing with the choir, and the choir director escorts her out of the church, and then um then it just jumps right ahead to uh, her uh, adult life. So you know it's interesting how you know some stuff like that can get streamlined, and it's it's funny because with you have the different mediums like the book versus the film is how with the as it's not like they were writing the book or like with the intention of it becoming a film so obviously tina turner wanted to write her whole life story and with that like that was the purpose of the book and kind of have to pick and choose and maybe do some little embellishing on the book and the film but i will say you know the film um little backstory was like a big success um both Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne were nominated for Oscars for their parts as Tina, as uh, Tina Turner and Ike. Um, and Angela Bassett actually won the Golden Globe for her role. Yeah, I I loved Angela Bassett in this role. Um, I just, you know, think Angela Bassett's a fantastic actress and same for Lawrence Fishburne, but I thought that I, I couldn't remember if Angela Bassett won or not. And uh, so I'm glad she won something for it because I thought it was, like a really like a such a great performance yeah she's she's fantastic i'm i'm a fan of hers i I watch her on the show 911 every week and she's so great yeah i think this is a second uh film uh she's been in that we've done um uh wasn't uh she in waiting uh waiting to exhale yeah i'm trying to remember i know she was in when Stella got her groove back, which is also one one we haven't done, but I know that she is in with how Stella got her groove back. But I can't. I tried to remember if she was in Waiting to Exhale. She might have been. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, was. she was. I just, yeah, I just looked was. it yeah, up. I just looked yes. at the picture. I'm like, yeah, she was. Yeah, I mean, I thought you know the book, of course, goes into so much of what has happened to her as a young child and her mother leaving her, and you know this all this turmoil that you don't see in the movie, which you know you see her overcoming kind of the horrific abuse Ike Turner put her through, but you don't get to see how much she overcame in her young life, like to be a successful person who didn't. And she never really, they say like in the book, never really turned to drugs or alcohol. And she was just, you know, she had so much adversity. And then, you know, to, you know, be that ab- such abuse by Ike Turner and to become so successful is just, you know, such a, a testament to her character. And so I, you know, I love the book because you learned a little more more about her, but it didn't make me dislike the movie any, you know, it, at all, because I think I had just known the movie so well beforehand. You know, I love the end of the movie when they show the actual footage of Tina Turner singing What's Love Got to Do With It. Yes. And it's funny because I always thought she wrote that song because it was like, it just felt like so personal. And in the book, like she really didn't want to do that song and she didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it. And it just feel mm-hmm. for me, like that's just one of those songs that I feel like is quintessentially Tina Turner. And like, it almost felt like biographical, but um, she didn't write it. And it's a real, that was really interesting to me in the book because I honestly just always assume she wrote that song. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was really good. It, it, 
it's really interesting like how like Tina Turner like just passed away and and she had a movie made about her like 30 years ago when she was only like in real life was only like in her 50s and when you think of like biographical films like this like the subjects of of biopics tend to be usually either already deceased or very old or very very old uh but it was interesting that like how much in her life like how many stories there were to tell that even though she was only 50 some years old had already like lived this tremendous life that at that time was ready for that story to be told it's funny there's uh another um singer singer wildly like wildly different uh but it kind of reminds me of this is the country legendary country singer loretta lynn who passed away recently as well she had a movie about her made over 40 years ago when she was still in her 40s because you know kind of mirror i just saw this kind of like mirroring of these two of these two iconic singers that both had you know that life experience to make a movie already that's uh very interesting now did you when you read the tina turner book and i'm going to ask this because this is kind of i think generational like do you did you know who kurt loader was I recognize the name. He was on. He was on MTV. What's the name? <laughs> yeah. So he was like one of like the MTV news people's yes. people from the eighties and other MTV um, specials, which I thought was really interesting that he helped her with this book. But he was also an editor at Rolling Stone. You know, uh, in the in the eighties. So he had, you know, definitely a lot of experience writing because he had contributed articles, you know, in Esquire and New York and Time. But he was the MTV news guy. And, you know, this was when MTV had news, maybe MTV news with Kurt Loder. And so like (laughs) he was like a staple of like my like teens because he was, uh, you know, we always really... um, watched MTV. So it was pretty interesting that I, that she, that he wrote this book with her and it almost, and I think that's why to me it had an interview kind of feel to it because he was like kind of guiding the story, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So actually when he was at Rolling Stone, he co-authored that um, and he then joined in MTV in 87 on the Week in Rock was his news program. It was later called MTV News. So he was, um, so it's funny that he, you know, he was really known for his writing skills. Yeah. And he helped and he contributed to the adaptation of the film. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I recognize the I recognize the name, but you know, it was kind of like before my time. And <laughs> and even myself personally, I've never been a avid viewer of MTV. So even Well, I'm not I now was, because it's yeah. not half as interesting um, <laughs> as it was then. You know, you could get access to everything and anything <laughs> on YouTube, and you had to wait for your video to come on with your song. You know, there's like the MTV like weekly video countdown and you know, you had to wait for your video to come on with your song. And it's funny because yeah. when you read about this film, you know, if they do say that, you know, the Turners, some of the Turners did disapprove of some of the accuracy in the film. Yeah. Yes, actually. Um, 
I believe, you know, uh, Tina Turner herself wasn't um, the biggest fan. I believe it said that she she felt like it portrayed her as too much of a victim there. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, and she was, but I think that there's some that, you know, there's some that is, you know, definitely inaccurate. Like, for instance, like where Lorraine shoots herself in the stomach, she, um, the, I get, like, I get Tina were not in a relationship when that happened and they did not, you know, get together right after that happened. Lorraine kind of did that. It was kind of two separate occasions, but you know, that's kind of something that's a little bit different. And again, they accelerated a lot, but that was like one of the things. Yeah, it is uh, pretty wildly different. Um, definitely felt like with the film, they were more so wanting to delve deep into Icantina's relationship and not like the book didn't, uh, it cer- certainly did, but like that was the focus that they went to. And, like, you know, and the movie did so didn't kind of go into the fact that Ike was having numerous affairs and Tina knew about them. She was just, I think, taking respite, a respite because she didn't really want to be with them anymore. Um, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, it didn't kind of show all of that. I mean, there was glimmers of it through the film. You saw him like, you know, manhandling other women. But in the book, you know, he goes on to abuse those women too. And there's this like push and pull of, you know, Tina feeling bad for them and they they're kind of having this support system for one another but you know it, it was a little bit more nuanced in the book than in you know than in the film sure sure um yeah we talked about Angela Bassett but I do think Lawrence Fishburne did an incredible job as well like he's plays such a villainous role and really makes like uh pretty hateable as a character I think he was uh, not so- a nice person so yeah. he, and I mean, the book obviously does that too. I mean, he was obviously a, you know, abusive, abusive. Um, yeah. I just uh, couldn't get over, you know, I mean, obviously the book, it, you know, you see it in the movie and it's terrible, but I actually think in the movie, they didn't show uh, the amount of abuse that she suffered based on the book. You know, there was some very heavy scenes that were done that way, but to show that, but it, you know, obviously in the book, she says he beat her with like a shoehorn or, and, and, and many different things, which, or his shoe that they didn't you know necessarily totally show in the movie but again it is a little you know there's definitely some intense scenes in the movie yes that no, definitely it was yeah pretty hard to watch yeah <laughs> but, but effective yeah effective definitely yeah i and i don't know if there's another like i would like to read her new book because she did do a new book that kind of is her life like after because she you know obviously went into um, to find love and she became a resident of Switzerland until 19 in 1994. I mean, she essentially left the U S and lived in, in Switzerland for the last how many years since like 1994 and has been married to someone else since 2013, Erwin Bach, who was, you know, her longtime partner. So I would love to leave the new book that like, kind of like brings us, brings us up to present day, present day. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. Yeah, anything, anything else you wanted to cover? Oh, no, um, I liked the, I, I really liked the film. Like all the musical performances were, yeah, were me really too. Good. Um, I don't believe uh, Angelo Bassett was singing on it. Uh, I don't believe so. I think um, for some reason I thought she was, but maybe she wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't know why yeah. I thought she was. Yeah, that's when I was reading like some of the um, the other actresses who were up for this part. Um, and some of those were Holly Berry, Robin Givens, Pam Greer, Whitney Houston, Janet Jackson, and Vanessa Williams. 
Oh, that was interesting. But I, I, I couldn't see anyone else in this part. No, I can't either because I just absolutely loved her. I, yeah, I don't know that she was singing in it. Yeah, I'll have to find yeah. that out. But I, I, yeah. I absolutely. And actually, um, Nutbush City Limits is one of my favorite songs. And it was an answer on Jeopardy the other night. And, my, and I answered it. And my husband's like, what? <laughs> How do you? I'm like, you never heard that? It's Tina. I'm like, it's a Tina Turner song. I'm like, it's a great song. So I, I absolutely. Now I'll go in to find all Tina Turner's music and be listening to it for the next few weeks, which I've listened to it numerous times anyway. So you know, I think everybody should like go out and, you know, listen to like yeah. whatever it's called. Tina Turner Essentials. Yeah. So I really big, like that. Big wheel keeps on turning. Big wheel keeps on turning. And that, you know, they obviously take, you know, did a, did that for, uh, from Creedence Clearwater, which they say, but, um, you know, it was a good rendition. I think better. I like, <laughs> I like, I like Tina's version better than Creedence Clearwater's, but okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Anything else? No. So I'm glad we're back for another season. And I hope everybody enjoys a little Tina Turner this week. And until next time, keep reading. Keep watching. Mm -hmm.